Hi, I'm Jago Wynn, and welcome to the HTC Daily Podcast. We as a church are meeting daily on Zoom to speak to God in prayer and to hear from God in the Bible. For those of you who can't join us live or who want to listen again, we're featuring the Daily Bible Thought, and we're also including how we're being encouraged to pray each day. Today, it's Alan Searle. Today's passage is very well known. It has two very well known and interestingly intertwined stories. You have synagogue leader Jairus pleading with Jesus to heal his daughter, who's near death. And then while Jesus is on the way to do this, he's touched by a woman who suffered for many years with a persistent hemorrhage, which has ruined her physically and financially. Now, despite my tendency to sometimes make things more complicated than they need to be, today I'd like to simplify our Bible thought down to one statement from Jesus, and we'll have a go from from that place alone. So let's look at the text. It's Luke 8, verses 40 through 56. Now, when Jesus returned, a crowd welcomed him, for they were all expecting him. And then a man named Jairus, a synagogue leader, came and fell at Jesus' feet, pleading with him to come to his house because his only daughter, a girl of about 12, was dying. As Jesus was on his way, the crowds almost crushed him, and a woman was there who had been subject to bleeding for 12 years, but no one could heal her. She came up behind him and touched the edge of his cloak, and immediately her bleeding stopped. Who touched me? Jesus asked. When they all denied it, Peter said, Master, the people are crowding and pressing against you. But Jesus said, Someone touched me. I know that power has gone out from me. Then the woman, seeing she could not go unnoticed, came trembling and fell at his feet. And in the presence of all the people, she told why she had touched him and how she had been instantly healed. Then he said to her daughter, Your faith has healed you. Go in peace. While Jesus was still speaking, someone came from the house of Jairus, the synagogue leader, saying, Your daughter is dead. Don't bother the teacher anymore. Hearing this, Jesus said to Jairus, Don't be afraid. Just believe, and she will be healed. When he arrived at the house of Jairus, he did not let anyone go in with him except Peter, John, and James, and the child's father and mother. Meanwhile, all the people were wailing and mourning for her. Stop wailing, Jesus said. She's not dead, but asleep. (laughs) They laughed at him, knowing that she was dead. But he took her by the hand and said, My child, get up. Her spirit returned, and at once she stood up. Then Jesus told them to give her something to eat. Her parents were astonished, but he ordered them not to tell anyone what had happened. So look again at verse 50. Jesus said to Jairus before anything else had happened, don't be afraid, just believe, and she will be healed. Don't be afraid, just believe. Jesus is saying, have faith, not fear. Just believe. Not meaning believe in circumstance or believe in a good outcome or believe in a miracle even. All those are great, but Jesus is saying, just believe in me. That's what the woman with the issue of blood did. She recognized that Jesus was the one in whom she needed to believe. She believed. She touched him, and she was healed. 
Now, Jairus and his entourage saw this. They had it fresh in their minds when Jesus said this. And so they had faith in Jesus. When he gets to Jairus' house, he does three other things. In verse 51, he separates out those whom he can trust to stand with him in faith. Peter, James, John, and of course, the girl's parents. This is intimacy with Jesus. In verse 52, he tells those yelling in disbelief to basically shut up and go away. In effect, he's telling the enemy, you're not welcome here and I won't listen to your lies. That's the authority of Jesus. In verse 53, Jesus stands firm in the face of mockery and scorn. He looks to his Father for strength, not to things on earth for affirmation. That is certainty in God's power. And then, of course, at the end, he raises the girl from death, and the parents are astonished. That's wonder, leading to praise and thanksgiving. So, what's the application for us today? Four things. One, believe in Jesus His faithfulness will give you faith and banish your fear. Two, listen to Jesus, stand against the enemy, and don't believe his lies. Three, look to Jesus, use the authority and strength given by heaven and God's love. Don't rely on worldly power or affirmation. And finally, four, give thanks to Jesus. Be astonished. Rediscover your childlike wonder and then pour out your thanks to him for all he is. We started by reading together Lamentations 3, verses 22 to 24, which says this, Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed, for his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. I say to myself, the Lord is my portion, therefore I will wait for him. And we prayed prayers of praise and thanks to God based on those verses. And after Alan's talk, we prayed for each other that we would, one, believe in Jesus, to listen to Jesus, look to Jesus and give thanks to Jesus based on what Alan had told us. <laughs>